This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic just want to say before the show gets going today there's so many people who helped make this possible and i'd like to roll through them one by one first of all you might notice jimmy and johnny marchand in the family tramley band playing the pamley flutes behind us all times and they got their little son jamie pan family band and we'd like to thank them for contributing to the show their talents on the pan flute. Not often you can get a whole pan flute band in the studio, but our schedules did match up. Magic happened. <laughs> and they were able to be live in the studio with us tonight, tonight, tonight. This is Jimmy and John, Jane Marchand, and the band, family band's first appearance on Dynamic Banter, and we love comedy so much. Tonight, tonight. Guys, welcome to the show. Uh... <laughs> we like to introduce our special guest. <laughs> our special guest, Moby, is here. <laughs> What's Moby doing now? I don't know. I liked Moby though. I had a, I had a bit. I love. I had a Moby phase. Did you have a Moby phase? What's that? Remember the well Moby phase, like in your life. Oh, phase. You, yeah. I thought you said Moby face. Did you have Moby like face? We, like one of those like uh, Wooly, masks Wooly? on a popsicle stick. <laughs> Did you play with yeah. Moby face? <laughs> And there's no guy. there's no beads to put anywhere. <laughs> no, you just completely bald. Remember he got that? a. I remember he got a lot of hate from Eminem. Remember, it was in that that song. Uh, well, this looks like a Japanese. No, everybody, come by to me. And an Does he rhyme it and add Moby in it's there? Like, Moby, you can get stabbed by Moby. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. So he and then he was like, nobody listen to techno. Let's go. And that's my uh, Eminem impression. I don't remember. Yeah, but I never. He did that song. The with one that was Gwen like Stefani. <laughs> yeah. Remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> I remembered the one I remember with him and Gwen Stefani was like, it's absolutely fine song. You think it's just fine? Did you like it's it when fine. it came? Were you way into it when it came out? It was one of, there were certain songs during like your upbringing, like late teens, early 20s yeah. that I think you just like because they are everywhere all the time. And we used to watch that like movies winning a lot of awards. They right now. are everywhere all the time. And I think a lot of these songs are just like around and in like interstitials for like um, MTV shows and commercials. Yeah. Like there's certain songs they come out and they're just they use them for everything oh yeah and i don't even understand how the rights work on that i guess they did use a lot of moby and stuff didn't they yeah like in movies like a fast and the furious movie will come out i without even having this knowledge i would bet thousands of dollars that moby is on one of the fast and furious i'm sure of it yeah or at least it's he's a featuring yeah or he produced something yeah yeah there's Zero degrees of separation between Fast and Furious. Fast and, and, Furious. <laughs> <laughs> and I truly, truly believe That's that. Really can we? Can you look that up, Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, remember the one that that like because he did a bunch of songs where someone in the background's going. Bang. Yeah. Well, he was the techno guy, so s- like he samples. Sample, yeah. yeah, yeah. What was that? Wom <laughs> That's fucking great. Dude, let me tell you something. I'm in a TikTok rabbit hole right now yeah. with people who are just good at oh, fuck I don't know anyone's name that just goes to show you what your follower count is worth but you're following TikTok. them right I absolutely follow so them so am I I follow them every time but they'll go to um 
they'll go to like a record store and they'll pick out or a thrift store and pick out like the worst record and try to find samples from it. Whoa. And then make something real quick before the end of the TikTok. And I fucking love that shit. Man, people are really talented. Yeah. And the internet made it so possible for people to not be afraid to share their yeah. stuff. Isn't that great? And plus there's such a high tolerance on TikTok for things that aren't um like uh super polished. Right. So it's really like anyone has a shot of getting their stuff seen by a lot of people. Dude, Are those people real? Who knows? Can I, I think so? Well, yeah, we don't know. We don't, we'll never know. I have my doubts, but it's a different type of audience. Like they won't. I don't know. I don't want to make any broad sweeping, whatever. But you I can't call them that anymore. I am noticing different things about different audiences. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's the beauty of this industry we call entertainment hey <laughs> hit the music all right <laughs> mike can i play the first two seconds of all these wait Moby what song songs? was that is that a moby song is that west side east side can i play f- i'm gonna play for you the first three seconds of all these moby songs yes <laughs> Bam. Yeah, that's the one. Wham, wham. Let's see if we can get to the bang. See, it's not like this music doesn't cost you anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't have to be that invested. That's just like a I'm sitting down waiting for a dentist appointment. Yeah. It's nice in here. This could play on the hold music for any place like and an I'd airport. Be way happier. Yeah. Yeah. Than yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck they're playing. Yeah, dude, dude. Uh. You be, I'll be the guy calling and play that music <laughs> okay. in the background. And then you be the, uh, you work for like American okay, Airlines. Okay, so I work for American Airlines and I'm going to have, hang on, let me have the phone call noise. Everyone's like, this is better than fucking Wait, 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 wait. Wait, that's wrong. <laughs> What's the one? Where's the one I did last week? That one was perfect. You put me in your history. Mama Mia, I'm not even knowing where that is. <laughs> Does this sound like a tele? Am I in the telephone? Yeah, that works. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so this guy, oh, fucking, it's been snowing all week, and I gotta fucking rebook all these fucking flights. God damn it. I'll never fucking pop up. Hello, this is American Airlines. You're talking to Marlene. Man, can you hold for just one second? Hi, Marlene. God damn it. Why is it ringing? Hi, this is Marlene. One more time. Can you just hold for just one second? Marlene. I know. I know. I've had four I flights. I know, but can you hold for just a second? Thank you. Oh, tight. I haven't heard this fucking song in forever, dude. Fuck it, Marlene. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the best. This <laughs> comes back just to do this now. She's also listening to the yeah, song. She's just sitting there. She didn't need to put you on hold at all. Fuck, man. Just... Oh, God. God, I hope I can get these fucking fights right, Man. Hello, Marlene. Man. Marlene. Yes, I am back. And so, yeah, sorry. Sorry yeah. for the long... Excuse me. Sorry for the long hold. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off while you were apologizing. I'm just trying to get back to the United States. I'm in Minitoba. Excuse me. Can you hold for justice? Are you I calling know, someone? I know. I know. Man. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, Moby's. I love Moby. And then Moby starts to sing and he's like, He's got this like yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. He's real good. Okay. He's like a like a um like a less interesting David Bowie. Dude, Moby did a really cool Moby did Have you ever heard that Revolver song? Probably. I like your pose, Kevin. This song's awesome, actually. <sighs> Number Is that nine. Him? Hmm? Is that him? Yeah. You never seen Moby? No, I haven't seen him. 
He's just a little. He's bald just guy. a bald guy. Yeah. He could also be any age between right. 38 and 64. Oh, that's loud, isn't it? Yeah, I've never heard this. This is Moby. This is just regular. Was this like early Moby? Yeah. Yeah, he did like rock and roll shit. So then when he knew that that didn't work, that's when he started cutting up samples and stuff. I think Moby. That was the most vanilla song. I know, right? Know. And it's such a cool song from like 1989 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But dude, like um, Moby was like killing it. And then like fucking Beck like mm. broke through the scene and destroyed Moby, I yeah. think. Moby's, uh, I mean, Beck was, was cool as shit. He came out with that loser song and I, I used to wait for that song to come on MTV. Dude, and the video, and I would watch it and I'd listen to the lyrics and I'd be like, what is the fuck this fucking song about? Yeah, dude. So it's just about being a loser. And I remember him doing it's interviews not like years afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just about being a loser. No, he said it's gibberish. <laughs> Dude, he admitted it's gibberish. It's a total chimpanzee. Butane in my brain and the cosmic eyeball. Yeah. Butane in my veins and I'm out to cut the junkie with the plastic eyeballs, spray paint the vegetables, dog food stalls with the beefcake pantyhose. <laughs> See, it's about being a loser. Kill the headlights and put it in neutral. Stock car flaming with a loser in the cruise control. Babies in Reno with the vitamin D. Got a couple of couches. Sleep on the love scene. Someone came in saying I'm insane to complain about a shotgun wedding and a stain on my shirt. Dude, it's like somebody, it's like a drunk uncle explaining something to you at a wedding. Don't believe everything you breathe. You got a parking violation and a maggot on you. Yeah, no, I know Uncle Dan. Thank you so much. I got to go say hi to my cousin. Save your face with some mace in the dark. Okay, well, that doesn't seem like a great idea. Save all your food stamps and burn down that trailer park. No, we're not going to do that. They're cutting the cake. Let's all quiet down because they're cutting. Cut it. <laughs> the cake. They cut the cake. Yo, get it. Yeah. Soy un perdedor. I love it. That's it is, I think he just, I think he late, later on admitted it was just gibberish. Oh. And he's just like, it's one of those like, it's one of those famous gibberish songs. Yeah. yeah. Do, have we talked about the gibberish songs? Have Not we talked? Really, I love gibberish. Dude, there uh, used to be, well. when I read, um, We've definitely talked about this on the show before. I mean, probably to a, to some degree, yeah. But there was, when I was reading the um, uh, Mike Doty's first book about soul coughing, which was a band around the same yeah, time. Yeah, I love soul coughing. Uh, he I'm was talking rolling. about, yeah, yeah. He was talking about how many drugs uh, he was on, and sometimes he would write lyrics based on, like, what words felt good to say at the Whoa. time. And like just walking around and seeing like Super Bon Bon was just like a sign somewhere in like Italy or something like that. Whoa. Yeah. Dude, I was actually driving around the other day and I was thinking about how like, because I was listening to like Beatles songs. At some point in the 70s, they were like, fuck it. We can write whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. And I was like, I guess there's like a lot of respected artists that literally just wrote like anything. Well, it's like, how can you fucking... When the Beatles first started, it yeah. was all like formulaic. Here's these four chords, and we're gonna talk about holding hands. Yeah, and then but that's you, the early days, right? Right. But then you get bored of that shit. And so funny to have a group of like twenty year old guy, and this probably happened a thousand times before that. But having a group of like twenty something year old guys being like, "All the love shit has been done. Right, I'm right. tired of holding hands. Let's say something wet. Let's take drugs and say something wackadoo." Let's take drugs and sing about the sitar. <laughs> Turn on your mind. Excuse me, let me put your hold real quick. <laughs> I hate that song. Um, I think it's actually pretty cool, like <laughs> rock and roll, gr- like a grunge era, like uh, that's like garage band type. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, totally. But um. Reminds me of Polaris. You remember Dude, Polaris? Polaris is like one of my comfort bands. Dude, there was a record store day a couple of years ago where they were releasing all of the songs they wrote for Pete and Pete, and <sighs> I missed it. And and I 
was so sad about is that, that still is that a thing you can get digitally probably probably but i wanted to be a loser <clears throat> Dude, hipster about it when i was a young whippersnapper and the internet was just this like small thing yeah seemingly i remember doing like legit like search like deep rabbit hole searches for polaris songs yeah like to the point where i would like email the 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 like composer of the show mm-hmm. and be like how do i get these songs yeah. cuz they're like cuz Pete and Pete is one of the best shows ever yeah and uh, all the music in that show was good and you had like Michael Stipe up in there mm-hmm. and you had like Iggy Pop up in there and yeah. you had like all these like super cool artist indie like song singer songwriters would mm-hmm. all like appear on the show and it wasn't like shot like a sitcom no it was it weird. was like that was like our um, curb your enthusiasm, or or I think I liken it more to Malcolm in the Middle. Like uh-huh. it was our Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, but it's but it didn't have like wide appeal. It didn't it have was, a kid in the middle. That's what it was missing. Right, because it was, it was, was the older side, Pete and yeah. the younger Pete. Mm-hmm. So there there was really a, a important layer of that show. Missing. Someone who watched that show and was like, you know what? There needs to be a kid in the middle. There needs here. to be one more kid. <laughs> I can't really follow the storyline. Add another kid. So I wanted to do just a quick deep dive with you, Mike, to talk about songs that their their lyrics are meaningless. Okay. A lot of older songs, I think, are more when it's just like deep up, beep beep. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously those songs like Bebop Balula and shit like that, like, uh, is garbage. But the Police, you know that do 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 da 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 do 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 da da do do. Yeah. He says he intentionally wrote this song because he wanted to make a statement. He said people love simple songs. At least that's what he wanted his single to say. Instead, many listeners insisted, much to their frustration to his frustration, that the song just reminded them of a baby talking. You know what I think happens more often than not? I think you write the police were great musicians oh yeah and they wrote beautiful music and i think sometimes you go into the studio and i don't know if this this is just conjecture on my part you go into the studio and with this beautiful music but lyrics are hard you're not always inspired to tell a story so you go in there and you just kind of make sounds into a microphone you're like we'll replace that with real yeah later later. on and then you're listening to the demo because you guys love the music so much and you're you're driving home but the doo-doos and the dot-dots are like in your head now and then you try to put words to and you're like the coffee shop the clock turns blue i fucking hate that go back to the (laughs) doo-doo it's just nice let's make it doo-doo da-da i'll i'll come up i'm smart enough to come up with something to tell the press I'll tell you about something. why we did this when Lady Gaga hit the scene. I'll tell you, I might be showing my age here, but I was like, who's this baby coming into the music world? Sure. <laughs> Someone brought a baby in here. It was, where's this kid's parents? Where's this baby's parents? <laughs> <laughs> First time I saw Lady Gaga, I was like, where's this baby's parents? It took her years to become a lady. Oh, and, Baby God. Bad romance. Is that another <laughs> gibberish? gibberish? It is a gibberish song? Wow, wow. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you're talking about like parts of a song. Well, dude, have you ever listened to that whole song? Yeah. It's I've way too to long. It. Yeah. I'm not, I don't care. <laughs> I might be out of the flack era of not liking Lady Gaga, but I never liked her. Oh, you Gaga. never liked her? Not a, not a fan. I, I like that she was Italian. I didn't like her at first. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, who is this fucking Madonna ripoff? Like, you think sure. I don't remember Madonna? Madonna was in our generation. We don't need another Madonna. Yeah, you think I don't remember Madonna? You these, think that's not why? There's these kids coming up <laughs> on the scene that are like, I don't know who Madonna is, but you don't think I remember Madonna? <laughs> yeah. I remember, dude. I remember Madonna kiss Britney Spears dude, at the party. I remember Madonna, and I love Madonna. And then all of a sudden, here comes Goo Goo Gaga <laughs> wearing her meat costume. And yeah. I'm like, I've seen it. And so I was like, whatever. And everyone's minds were blown. They were like, whoa, this white woman is doing weird shit. <laughs> like singing. Whoa, she doesn't give a fuck. Uh-huh. 
And her, dude, her shows are crazy, man. They get a, this big pregnant. Have you seen these things? She used to do these like fucking shows where she was like a pupa and she would become yeah. a butterfly. Yeah. But she would like come out of a giant vagina. Yeah. And she'd be up on top of this like thing like she's the mother but the stomach is like fucking <laughs> covers the whole stage. And she's up there going, Ooh! like she's having a baby. Yeah. And we're like, I've seen it. This is Guar. You think I forgot Madonna? You're soft Guar. Hello, who's there? Do you think I forgot Madonna? <laughs> and so I need I, to reschedule a flight. Yeah, so at first I didn't like her, but then I was like, I really listened to her music. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, she's got like probably 15 producers that make her sound fucking incredible. Yeah. I think and she, has, she could sing. But she good. can sing so good. Yeah. Yeah. And then she did that American Horror Story show. Yeah. And I was like, I remember Madonna. I remember Ooh. when Madonna was in Dick Tracy. That was kind of weird. Just I remember like when you. she came out with that book where you could see her nipples. You remember Madonna? Do you remember Madonna? If you're old enough to squatting remember. Squatting over a mirror in 1987. Yeah. <laughs> Someone needs to pick this baby up. I remember Madonna. <laughs> and then, I, dude, there was a time in the Lady Gaga come up where I was like, I wonder if the government just needs to like give us a Madonna every 10 years. I know, right? Or the music industry. Yeah. They're like, we need a Madonna. And right. someone's like, this Miley Cyrus girl is there. Like, no! Too little! She's still gestating. <laughs> the fingers. The evil corporation fingers. No, She's connected to the umbilicus every night. <laughs> and we're feeding her baby stem cells. They're feeding the baby baby stem we're cells? No, she's not a baby. The baby is someone else. The huh. baby is our new Madonna. Okay. She's done gestating. She and can she, come out of her cocoon. She's regular, though? She's good. Who? Who's this guy? Who's this guy Those in front the, of a garbage fire saying? I'd like, to, yeah, I'd like to think that there's this creepy guy with like yeah. black leather gloves in the music <laughs> industry who's like part of their like science team. Yeah. That's like the umbilicus will feed our these young children. We have Haley Steinfeld sleeping like a baby. We have Billie Eilish. She's just sleeping. <laughs> Everyone around him is sleeping. Everyone's sleeping with the umbilicus <laughs> attached. And so they're making these pop stars, but they're like, yeah, we need a new Madonna right now. Who yeah. do we got? And they're like, Lady Gaga. Sure. She and, just gave me theater kid vibes, and then I was out. Yeah, definitely. But she's a talented theater kid. Not For all sure. the theater kids were talented. Yeah. They are all a lot, though. Um, And she's not a bad actor as well. Yeah. Good catch, by the way. Oh, you don't want to get canceled in these trying times. My eye, my Eilish, my my eye. I like uh, I like Billie Eilish. Eilish. I think that she's cool. Yeah, I think that she has her uh, her own sound. When I hear her sing, it doesn't sound like she's trying to be anybody else. She has that whisper thing. You know what I think a lot, and all the tech nerds, you're an audio guy. She has such like a she can belt and stuff, but she has such like a soft whisper voice yeah. that I'm like, how do you make that happen in like an arena? You know, how do you do yeah. that without feedback right, in, in right. an arena? I think it's got to be time. like amazing equipment, like real good shit. Yeah. What's the microphone pattern from like you can't sound yeah. disappears from here to here, but you pick up this part. Yeah, like you can't hear anything outside of like an like a half inch away from the mic. Yeah. You know that they had come from like money. Who? Billie Mike's. Eilish and her brother. Oh, is that right? Like big time. Oh, somebody who got famous in Hollywood comes from money. Yeah. No way. I know, but sometimes you're like, man, that's really. Like, cool. What do they call those people? Actors. That's. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you're like, it's really cool to think about how she like made music with her brother in their room, and yeah. then they just like made it on a computer, and then they like became huge mega stars. Yeah. And it was like. Oh, but they, but they're, they come from money, like crazy money. You know, what's interesting is I think what happens is, you know, obviously people have figured out several combination of things that work and that will sell tickets. Mm. So I think once, like I remember, um, panic at the disco 
was a thing that happened on somebody's computer and then they blew up and yeah. it was like organic. Right. That that's cool when that happens. But then once that happens to someone, everyone thinks that can happen to them. Well, everyone, if you have enough money, you can make that happen to you. But you see, know, but same that's... thing with like the Pauls. Yeah. Like they just took everything that people seen. did in the early yeah. 2000s and it was like, Oh, we'll do that. But, but we'll they had money the money behind, behind it. it. Yeah. yeah. That sucks because there was such a thing in the music industry where it was like all you had to do was be like a good enough band with like a hook and maybe you were pretty good on uh, easy on the eyes. Maybe you got a fat schlong on Maybe you yeah. got a big fucking hog hanging out in them trousers. Or juicy knocks. You got some foot you got a big old anaconda in them dockers. And, and a guitar. And, and a guitar. A guitar. <laughs> But like at one point, like all you really needed was like the talent. You could you could have made it without the fat hog. Yeah, that's how that's how important talent was. Yeah, I now you need a fat hog. Was a little mushroom tip, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and he made it. And he made it out there. But the good news is, there's always going to be talented people. It's just sometimes you you're not always going to get it fed to you on yeah. like. Uh, you know, like like we did. We had like very in the '90s. We had a lot of cool shit for sure, but a lot of like that was like the start of the manufactured shit. Yeah. But if you peek behind the curtain and you go into these little like scenes, you'll see your new favorite band, even though they might not. Oh yeah. Blow up or be anywhere. I mean, and then fucking what... TikTok comes out. Exactly. I think TikTok's helpful. And then you put your. You don't need the machine part of right. it to like go out to mad people right so that's awesome mike i'd love to segue from this organic conversation into a slightly non-organic one please if that's okay i want to thank headgum thank you me too i want to thank our sponsors today and i want to thank kevin a lot of water in Kevin's apartment right now. A lot of water in Kevin's. But we're trying not to think about it. Well, Kevin's got water on the brain. And a lot of Kevin's stuff is destroyed, but we're trying to give him a break from that so he doesn't really have to think about it. Kevin, we're trying to give you a break from all the pain and suffering. Kevin has a cat in his apartment right now that's completely underwater, but we're trying to give him a little escape so he doesn't have to think about it. Kevin, we're bringing you up out of the water so you can come and show He's like a dead body being like attached to a parasite. <laughs> we'll get him out of here. We'll get him. We, yeah, let's just helicopter him out. Wait for the wind to pick up. He'll get out of here. <sighs> that might not be the tone of the of our music. I legit almost fell asleep. I know. Good night. <laughs> Guys, Neil Gosh. Neil Gosh in the house. What does that mean? That means that this music that you're hearing right now, this spicy linguine, comes from a friend of the show, friend of Mike Falzone's, Neil Gosh, uh, made this music for us so that we can have a little ooh-ooh Thank you, to interrupt the show to tell us something very important. And we never get it. And we just ignore we it. We just never get the message. Thank Guys, you. Uh, yeah. did you know that Factor is yum-yums for your tum-tums? When you eat something and it goes in your tummy, it could be a happy time. And that's a great point, dude. What doctor told you? <laughs> 
We should shout out the doctor that <laughs> When I was a kid, I had a doctor who came this close to my face <laughs> and said, when you eat and you put things in your tummy, it could be a good time. And I was like, thanks, doctor. Thank you. Thank you, doctor. Thank Why are you as close as my mom gets when she says goodnight? <laughs> Am I supposed to go tonight? You're not supposed to be this close to me, I think. guys i'm talking about factor obviously you can get nutritious chef prepared meals delivered straight to your nose leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do you can look and feel your best in time for warmer weather it's coming whether you want it or not They're right. There's <laughs> there's calorie smart meals with around 550 calories or less to help you prepare for those uh, that beach bod you might be working on. And look, you might be too busy to cook. Well, guess what? With Factor, you can skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning too. <laughs> Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you gotta do is heat it up and enjoy. Mike, you've had a few of them meals down your gullet yeah they're very good especially the garlic chicken i've talked about it from time to time and it's very nice there's also this like talk chicken shredded chicken taco bowl thing i took it out of the thing i put it on a tortilla oh my it's beautiful God. i love that it tastes like a hot dinner it's ready in two minutes in the <laughs> mike if i could unhinge my jaw i might be able to enjoy three or four at a time he's right open its mouth <laughs> and that came out and then it just cut away he figured out how to travel all this way and build the technology to like come find you to tell you the thing yeah. and he tells you and then he has to go <laughs> just goes. and you're like how would you the rest <laughs> <laughs> Huh? <laughs> How would the rest of your life be after that? <laughs> It'd be like I guess I was dreaming. You ever have somebody try to tell you something and you don't quite you don't quite get it? Well, what did they say? <laughs> I don't even know. I wouldn't even know where to start. I don't think I could tell you. He'd say if I had to try, I'd say I heard it in my brain. Something like that, but loud. Imagine that. Guys, don't forget that eating vegan or veggie is also a snap with Factor because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Uh, you know that your Factor meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan plus veggie meals each week. So guys, head to factormeals.com. We got something new here. Factormeals.com slash banter 50 and use code banter 50 to get 50 percent off your first box that's code banter 50 at factormeals.com slash banter 50 to get 50 percent off your first box guys uh let's talk about squarespace mama mia i had a gravy over my linguine that made me think about micah fazun's uh, website what? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> I was just listening to what you said and I was like I just had a one question I was like, huh? <laughs> Maybe coffee came out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, and that's why you gotta watch the video episodes. Anyway, Squarespace is your one-stop shop. If you need a spot on the internet, that's all yours. You know, all these things, 
You don't know what's going to happen to them. These social media websites, you need a spot, especially if you're an artist or if you're a, you have your own business, you need a spot that's your own, your own little personal address where you could have a store, you could have an online portfolio. And if you're sitting there being like, I don't know how to make that stuff. Don't worry about it. They got professional award-winning templates jackpot jackpot indeed so whenever you want to start your website from scratch you're starting from a beautiful canvas so no matter what it's gonna look beautiful you're gonna come across as professional and you could start being in business for yourself or get your message out to the world with Squarespace Mike what if you're someone uh, like Ozzy here and you have a question and you don't know who to call what's your question uh, they have and I'm just letting you know that they have 24 seven customer support. So Ozzy, even if you have that exact same question on, on Christmas morning, somebody will be there to feel that. Let's cut to a reenactment of what that call might sound like. Okay, go ahead. Hey, I'll pick it up. Hey, Squarespace, how can I help you? And have you tried plugging it back in? I'm glad it worked out. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And it's a five star review from Ozzy. <laughs> he can't stop gushing about his own Hi, welcome to Squarespace. Can I help you out? Doesn't sound like anyone's there. This is an ad for something. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It did start like that. So, guys, if you're interested in starting your own website, like MikeFalzone.com, you heard how easy it is to set it up and and have help from their 24/7 uh, customer support line. All you gotta do. <laughs> Yeah, it was. <laughs> it certainly, it certainly was at one point. <laughs> oh, shit. Guys, go to squarespace.com. <laughs> go to squarespace.com slash banter. For a free trial of Squarespace. And when you're ready to launch, you want that site out on that internet, you can use the offer code BANTER to save 10% off <laughs> your purchase. Your first purchase of a website or domain. You gotta make sure to hit the, hit the applause button for sure. So please. Please. Go to Squarespace. <laughs> no further questions. No further questions. Go to Squarespace.com. <laughs> Squarespace.com slash banter for that free trial. When you're ready to launch, use that offer code banter and you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thank you, Squarespace. <sighs> you okay, bud? <laughs> you're sweating profusely. Profusely sweating. I gotta go to the bank. Go ahead. It's not sweat, it's tears. Oh. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. This is tears. <laughs> your forehead is crying. <laughs> Did you get everything figured out over there? I don't actually know. <laughs> I'm not sure if we're even recording. <laughs> <sighs> Guys, last but certainly not least, we have Dad Grass. <clears throat> we got mama. We got Dad Grass. Have you ever been just too damn high? I'm going to say no. Have you ever had a... <laughs> I've definitely been too high. It's uh, absolutely. We've all been there, but with uh, listen, with today's weed, finding your perfect dose can be a dangerous game. And maybe you're just a little too uh-uhs about it to want to do it. Do it. Do it. Well, Grass is reviving the pleasure <laughs> of the casual toke. So you can chill out without the stress. Did you even know it, Kevin? 
crazy enough out there. Weed shouldn't send your world spinning. You don't need to be stumbling around <laughs> out there. No. Not knowing where you are and feeling like everyone's looking at you. Why don't you ditch the paranoia and take a toke of something low dose and highly enjoyable. Dadgrass harkens back to the mellow joints of yesteryear to keep your soul light and your head right. Head right. And that grass is legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Doesn't that sound nice, Charlie? Their 100% pre-rolled joints are very low in THC and high in CBD, so you can enjoy the effects of cannabis while keeping a clear head. And all that grass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S., Malcolm. So whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy an old favorite, that grass is going to leave you in a euphoric mood. And right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash banter. That's dadgrass.com slash banter. Did I say it? I said dadgrass. It's dadgrass. (laughs) Shit, someone's calling. Mike, you want to get it? You sure? Hello? So guys, please go to dadgrass.com dadgrass. slash banter for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash banter. We have a George Harrison tag. What? No way. Dadgrass does? Whoa, I want a George Harrison bag. You guys want to jump right into the, the history roads? Yeah, actually, can I talk about something real quick? Oh, yeah, please. Hang on. Let me turn off this fucking music. Please do. Hey, Gosh, have a seat. Um, Surrounded comes to New York City on March 9th. I'll be there all week, but we got an 8 o'clock show. Oh. There's an 8 o'clock show and a 10 o'clock show at The Stand in New York City on the 9th. And then the biggest surrounded show to ever fucking happen comes to the main room at the Hollywood Improv on the 24th of March. We've got a great lineup, almost set to announce, waiting on one or two more people. And uh, would really appreciate it if you guys came to that one. It's going to be the biggest one we've ever done. It's very scary to have to sell all those tickets. But hoping that we do it the shows were fucking amazing thank you f- to everyone who came out in vancouver dude met three people with a do not spin tattoo at the surrounded shows in vancouver so crazy uh over 200 so people came out lots of dynamic banter fans and uh so many uh really really nice people so many surprisingly touchy stories touchy touchy you got touched dude they touched me with their stories on the on my inside and uh and i loved um hearing from you guys it was very nice to meet you so thank you so much for for coming out tell everyone in in la and new york how much fun you had so they'll come out to the other shows well, <laughs> i don't give a fuck man. yeah so that's what i have to say about that thank you and good night
I guess it's the only option. <laughs> oh. Echo the Dolphin. Yeah, that was a cool game. They should make. They should just bust out with an Echo, the, like a new Echo the Dolphin, like swimming through pollution. And yeah, shit. you gotta save the underwater world. You gotta save the Great Barrier Reef. Tap A to get the oil out of your lungs. Mike, something's wrong with the Great Barrier Reef. Is that right? And what can we do to to help? Literally nothing. That's it. Who are we looking for? says, hey, gay guy, fellas, I got a short history road for you here. My name is Gabriel, big fan of the show, and both of you, respectively. Thank you, Gabriel. I make music, and I enjoy going through catalogs of old music to steal samples from, like, a filthy criminal. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly this is what not planned. About. That's crazy that the government hears it and just feeds you this email. I'm telling you, man, birds... There's remote, they're remote control drones. The government's put them out there. And these birds are listening to us while we're sleeping. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> right outside our windows doing this. Damn, and you know you get some sensitive information out of people as they sleep. Oh, Gary. They're hearing you say it. Today in my search, I found something that made me laugh all the way out loud. Space dance. This little ditty is from 1979, and to my ear, it is absolutely an unintentional DB bit. Dude, space dance was my favorite Michael Jackson movie. That he did. <laughs> I hope you get a chance to listen to it on the pod. I think you might get geeky out of it. P.S. I love sci-fi noises, noises and bips and bloops. Good. I can't wait till you hear today's episode. So the shows lately have been some of my favorites. Good. I would love it if you guys could make some sci-fi noises that I could sample into some pieces of music. You can always sweep yeah. over it later. I think we covered it. Here, have this one real quick. Oh, good. More. Thank <laughs> you. 
fucking song. Here's your song, you jackass. <laughs> All right, here it is. This is called Space Dance. Imagine, like, your finger is hover- hovering over the uh, the record button to record the sample, and then just, like, <laughs> the whole song comes out, and you're like, okay. Oh, All right, well, I was going to yeah, do yeah. something. <laughs> I was actually going to do now something. Now it's done. You guys, it's your own thing now. <laughs> um, all right. So this is called Space Dance by going through something from 1979, music catalog style. Tight. How'd you <laughs> I've seen bands like this at open mic Me before. Too. How'd you do that? Yes. It sounds know, like we made it. I've had friends invite me to shows to be like, yo, I'm playing in the Viper Room or whatever. It's like, oh, cool, man. And Any you, bands you, playing before you guys? Not just me, man. <laughs> no, 17 <laughs> other bands. Are they all the same type of music? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, here's here it is. Then your friend's like, thanks for coming out, dude. It's so cool. You guys came out. We just, do the the just do the show. Just do the show. Do not call me out. We have t-shirts in the back. T-shirts in the back. T-shirts in the back. Won't you come along? Take a trip with me to a cosmic land of love reality. (laughs) Dude, what? Time stands still. You can free your mind. Uh, Let your body move. Dude, this is... You'll be on time. Space dance. Mars and Venus, just dream away. We can fly to the moon anytime you say. Dude, it's just a dream away, dude. This guy is just did a line of coke and then just went, hit it, hit it. Did a line of coke. It's just a dream away. It's a dream away. I got offered coke in Canada, by the way. I kind of told you before the show started. But I walked into the bar. I thought it was worth noting that I walked into a dive bar. And before the door even shut behind me, I had a guy being like. <laughs> and I don't know if that's because I look like this or because I got a nose that looks like he could take a lot of coke. <laughs> He's like, fuck, that guy would buy a lot of Coke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy's a, that's why he came in. Is that here. what a Coke dealer is looking for? Like, I wish Only. I knew. Yeah. I wish I knew what they're actually looking for. Like, hooligans. Yeah. Ne'er do wells. I think that he was a new Coke dealer because I don't look like a Coke client. Do you think they get like a, a like a job packet and they're like, when you look for customers. They have like drawings of people. Yeah. And none of the drawings look like me. Here's the type of people to look for. Bad eggs. I would sell Coke to somebody who looked like Kevin well before yeah. I would sell to somebody who looked like me. Well, like the sure. best yeah. dressed people because they have a lot of money. And business ideas, and they and, have to get them out. And people with money are always looking to do coke. That's their thing. That's how they stay thin. You either have a personal trainer or you have a coke habit. Oh, I, I do want to acknowledge really quick that we, you know, we did that whole thing last week where we were like, what the fuck do we call our show and shit? Yeah. <clears throat> and then we asked people like, what do you think we should call her? Or how do you think we should, how would you describe the show? And I think, th- and a lot of you guys wrote in and had similar sentiments. You guys yeah. are like, it's fun friends that are like saying funny shit together. And it's like, that part is like, I think as a listening audience, it's easy to be like, it's two really funny friends talking about shit. But for me, it's like, I can't just, it feels weird to be like me and my really funny friend are really funny. And, and so like, I guess it's more like, how do we describe the show rather than how would you describe the show? Cause I think it's easier for listeners. Cause like, if I think about my favorite shows or shows I really like, I could very easily describe what it is I like about it, why I like it. It's just harder for me to do that about a thing that we made, you know, which is ridiculous. Like, we should have, like, a confident, like, proud, like, thing to say. Yes. But I am an unwell man that's a boy forever. And it's hard for me to be like, let me just pull it out. Let me just pull it right out. 
Um, but yeah, but I did appreciate all everyone sending in your elevator pitches for for dynamic banter because mm-hmm. it is. It's like pretty. Si- everyone who listens to the show has a similar way to describe it. Yeah, they seem to like it. They seem to like it. That yeah. seems to be the the connecting thread is that the people who listen seem to like <laughs> right. What? Which one? Cinema buns. Cinema. Cinema buns. Where do I see this? Oh. Is down further? Cinema buns. 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 You've had popcorn. You've had nachos. You've had soda. You had goobers. Raisinets. Regulate the temperature. Reese's But you never had. No, you never had. And when you're watching movies, you eat your... Sit down with the ones you love and have a cinema bun. Have a cinema bun. Every cinema bun comes with a little nappy. So you wipe your hand down. There's sticky buns. There's sticky buns. There's sticky, 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 sticky buns. There's cinema buns. Not cinnabon. Not cinnabon. Not cinnabon. Cinema Bun sends in a history road saying AI generated voice. <laughs> Hello, baby boys. So I recently went on the Eleven Labs website. I don't know it's what that is. One. Is it one of the AI ones? Yeah. And started messing around with the free version of their AI voice generator. Mm-hmm. I was very high one night and saved this audio clip. I have no idea why I made this, but here it is. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> this actually pulls it off, and for the most part, sounds like a real human. What do y'all think? All right, let's listen to this. Hello, welcome to Outback Steakhouse. Tonight, we have a BOGO promo where if you buy one blooming onion, <laughs> you get another for free. I couldn't believe it either, trust me. I came in today fucking hungover as fuck, but, you know, the hustle's never over anyways. I clocked in and my manager pulls me aside, almost putting me in a corner, not gonna lie. Bro has issues, but this dude told me, Donnie, tonight, I'm living like I could die. I binge-watched every season of Scrubs last week, and I haven't been able to shake this feeling, man. This is a blooming onion Something is telling me, you ain't got too many years left in your sorry sack. Give them more bloom. Give them more bloom. Donnie, you we're going Bogo TV? Hobo, you know? <laughs> and this happens. Like that, he actually pissed himself and started singing Radioactive. You know, the Imagine Dragon song? Yeah. Shit's fire low-key, not gonna lie. <laughs> Anywho, later he came to me and apologized because he was actually extremely coked out, like, nearly died for real. But he said to keep the Bogo, so it's legit, ma'am. Nice ass, though, just wanted to say. It's <laughs> your kids. May I say I'm only 20 and I'm in school for elevator maintenance, but I could dick you down so nasty and I've been wanting to become a father. So what do you say? Is this just oh, Andrew Santino? Bad. Let me take you to it your does table. sound like Santino. Or maybe our table. Haha, ha, I'm just kidding. Unless. <laughs> That's it. Beautiful. Why did that sound exactly like Andrew Santino? It did. It did. I was like, I feel like I'm just listening to someone stand up set. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's no jokes in it. Well, except the weird, like, uh, you're sorry, sack, and like, I'm going to, like, talking about the Bloomin' Onion. Yeah. Like, if the whole bit was about the Bloomin' Onion and they were, like, doing it like that, I feel like I'd be like, dude, that's if, a normal if, set. like, the Chili's music played after he <laughs> said on last, I would have lost my shit. Chili's being out back real, but. Well, out back. Right. Someone says Steve is stalking me. Did yeah, you see that, that one? Too. Whoa. Let's find let's this see. out. This get, is kind of scary, huh? to get outed. Uh-oh. Woman. Kevin. Someone named Kevin says Steve is stalking me. <laughs> it's Kevin. Is it Kevin? Is it you? Did you send this in? He's like, just read it. Yeah, just read it. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with Steve, our best loud horn born boy. Has been stalking me. Hmm. Whoa. Why does it say that? In early December, my partner and I took our daughter to Disneyland. And I hoped there would be a chance that Steve might be there that day. I love that. There's so many people that are like, I was at Disneyland. I I was so, I wish I bumped into you. And I'm like, 
Like, I'm not at Disneyland every day. Yeah, it's too expensive. I'm not at Disneyland every day. You're there. Yeah. And that's important to remember. I can't be at Disneyland every day. Okay, guys. Let this be the last time. Even though I had open eyes all day long, I didn't see him. Assuming he just wasn't there. Not until the end of the day, when I was scrolling through Instagram stories, did I see that Steve was actually there. Wow. <laughs> so it was one of those rare instances where you had hoped I was there for no reason. You just missed them. And then I was there. Yeah. Cut to two months later, I'm at the San Diego Zoo on Saturday, February 18th. <laughs> Never even crossed my mind that I might run into someone there. And lo and behold, I'm on Instagram again at the end of the day and see that Steve was there the same day as me. I love it. This guy's just right writing his alibis. This guy killed someone and he's like, by the way, yeah, he's I was like, here I was at, at this at, time. Yeah, the same time. Steve, Steve vouch. <laughs> right. Say right. <laughs> Don't look at me while I'm doing this. Okay, so two times in a row, Steve and I were in the same place and I somehow managed to not hear a single cough, burp, fart, or loud. Mama. Mama. They didn't hear any loud, not even from the animals. No loud. So, Steve, please stop stalking me. If you want to meet me, just say so. I promise I'm nice, anxious, and struggle with eye contact, just like the rest of us horn-born boys and girls uh, and non-binaries who love this solid gold explosion of noise that is DB. Love you, boys. Kevin. Aww. Thank you, Kevin. Well, I'm sorry you didn't bump into me, and I think that is really strange that we were in the same places. That's actually I'm bizarre. sure it'll happen again. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of bizarre. If I know anything about you both is that you love Disneyland. Um, real quick here, Tyler Ritchie. I feel like Tyler Ritchie sent in something before, but says, My new girlfriend loves wow, bow, mow, wow, bow, mow, mow, and space. Hello, DB boys. My name is Tyler R, and I'm a two-horn honk, 29-year-old man from Vancouver, Canada. Oh, nice. See you on the 24th, Mike. Fuck yeah. Longtime fan, longtime writer. I always listen to you guys before and after I play my late-night beer league hockey games, and somehow it really pumps me up. Tough as fuck. So thank you for that. That is tough as fuck. Straight up, dog. No cap. I wanted to write in saying that after two and a half years of dating and being a single man during the pandemic, I finally found a new girl that seems to be sticking around. Nice. I wanted to share this because I had mentioned your podcast several times around her and she kept saying that she would listen to it. Hmm. We met on Hinge after I commented on her prompt that said she loves podcasts and is looking for recommendations. Oh, man. What a gamble. I know. Actually, super smart. gamble. Super smart. To, to say, be honest. Like, what are podcast recommendations? Yeah, on because yeah. you can know some, so much about somebody's personality from Absolutely. the podcast. That right, because they can be like, oh, Joe Rogan's tight. And you're like. You could weed out a lot of people by liking definitely. this podcast. Yeah. Uh, only she listens to Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast, so I was kind of stretching when I recommended that she listen to DB. Why? What's the difference? And we're like him, but we don't say anything helpful or correct. Dude, um... We have theories about stuff, but none of them are even close. <laughs> That's the difference. It's the same show, only he's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, uh... Not quite the same genre, but I've always wanted someone to laugh with when it comes to your hilarious podcast. Anyway, she finally listened to an episode titled Wow, Bow, Mow, Bow, Wow, Wow, and she hated it. <laughs> but like any good bit, I kept referencing the Wow, Bow, Bow moment in our daily lives, and it has now become a bit of an inside joke for us. See, see. This uh, is something I've always wanted, and I'm very happy, man. We should have a dating site. I'm a very happy man now. We totally... Dude, I think we could bring people together for sure. Yeah. The weird ones, the yeah. outcasts. Yeah. Uh, she still won't listen to the podcast, but this is a good first step. Yeah. Thank you very much for all the laughs and hyping me up for my hockey games. Love you both, respectively, Tyler R. Thank you, Tyler. P.S. I have another history road about a first date that was ruined by DB. If you want, you can search my name and it might show up. What do you think? It would be a good full Kevin, circle moment. Time. Yeah. Kevin. <sighs> Kevin, please do we have time? Kevin? March 9th <laughs> will be the stand in New York City. March 24th will be in the main room at the Hollywood Improv. Tyler Perry? 
Uh, this looks like it was clicked on. Maybe we read it already. <laughs> he just missed the episode. <laughs> Maybe we read it, yeah. Uh, Tyler Richie says, been listening to the Comcast for years, blah, blah, blah. This history road starts with me landing a date with a cutie. We met on one of those apps, and we had some good banter and chemistry, so I suggested we go get drinks. Good move. Especially if you're thirsty. I picked her up, we drove over, and we ordered. Everything great so far, great jokes. She has a sick sense of humor. She even showed me how to play that Kino gambling thing. We want a solid 60-plus bucks. Nice. Things couldn't get any better. That was until she asked me if I listened to any podcasts. Oh, yeah, maybe we did read this one. I told her about this one podcast I like and how it's two comedians that make a lot of jokes and just have some dynamic banter with one another. Now, I could have dropped it there because she didn't seem too sold. However, I wanted to share more. So I drove into the soundboard. I dove into the soundboard and how they joke about cum a lot. That was my mistake. She seemed confused. I reassured her that cum is funny, and they also honk horns sometimes, and it's not all about throwing ropes. Dude, I love that this guy now twice has I tried know. to force this into a I know, and, and this, one, this one that he's currently in yeah. kind of worked because they, they've turned Wow Bow Bow into like a... It's like she likes him enough to like joke. entertain the one inside joke, but still clearly doesn't like the You know podcast. why, dude? Because it is absolutely ridiculous. It's stupid sounds. And, like, ridiculousness. And I think that if you're silly at all, even a little bit, and someone comes up to you and is like, wow, bow, bow, like, you're going to laugh <laughs> yeah. because they're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. And then eventually you're going to think it's funny. And I think that's what we are. We hammer it into your eventually head. Eventually we're funny. Um, I reassure Just her. Just give us come. 20 or so chances. <laughs> so we ended up finishing our drinks and getting out of there shortly after. And to top it off, even though we won money that night with the Kino, I still offered to pay for the bill as I normally do. By the end of the night, I was embarrassed and out $80 while she made a profit. So thank <laughs> you for being you and indirectly preventing me from throwing ropes of my own yeah. <laughs> into a ground of my hope. <laughs> or a mouth. <laughs> or a mouth, yeah. Or a tummy or tits. <laughs> like in, in her arm. Dude, nothing better than throwing a rope on a crux of an elbow. Dude, let me rope you up. <laughs> I'm going to tie you up. <laughs> <laughs> You're like rope playing. Oh, you rope. spin around while I throw some ropes on you. I'm going to glaze you. <laughs> I'm going to lasso you up. I'm going to hog tie you. <laughs> lasso troop. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the show today. Mike, you got any upcomings that you yeah. want to promote again? <laughs> yeah. Let's go, baby. March 9th, New York City. I'm also in New York City all week, and I'm coming out. I'm trying to do a little graphic right now that says all my dates for that week. But the super important ones are the 9th, um, 8 and 10 o'clock. There are surrounded shows. It's going to be so much fun. And then come back to L.A. for the 24th and the biggest surrounded show ever in the uh, main room of the Hollywood Empire. Guys, I want to thank you all so much. And Mike, I, uh, Mike, Mike, can I ask you a question? Yeah. If you're going to the Big Apple, can you bring me back a big bite of a big bite of an apple? That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>